Okay. I'm thrilled to say, talking with me today is ex-Ireland international winger Stephen Hunt. Uh, we're going to be reflecting on Ireland-Serbia match last night. So, yeah, Stephen, obviously a 3-2 defeat last night against um, Serbia. Probably a lot of positives to take away from the game, but it's, uh, it is a disappointing result as well. So what was your takeaway? What's your feeling after the match? Yeah, listen, if you, if you took out the goals out of the game, which obviously you can't do, I think the performance was actually excellent. Uh, in possession, out of possession, I thought we were we were good. Uh, in possession, first and foremost, I thought we looked very calm, looked very composed. Uh, I think Seamus just gives you that steely mentality to, to throughout the team that he brings a presence with him when he plays. And uh, last night, I got the vibe that everybody was on the same hymn sheet wanting to do well. And Listen, in the end, it wasn't the result we wanted. Yeah, so Stephen would have went with the five at the back for the first time as Ireland. And through his whole managerial career, as far as I know, he would have been a kind of 4-3-3 man. How did you think the formation uh, went for Ireland? Yeah, listen, I think every manager has to assess after every game and then decide which way to go with the team. I think a stubborn manager sometimes won't change anything and, and be his way. But I think with, with Stephen, I think he realised at the back three... Uh, was a must to go with last night and all in all I thought it worked very well uh, I think we'll be disappointed with the goals we've conceded and very happy with the goals we've scored in terms of especially the first goal for for Brown was, 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 a, was a very good header as well so uh, they all looked comfortable in the shape you couldn't say one player didn't look too happy the two boys up front looked like they were happy roaming around the three guys in midfield had a, had a good energy about them. Yeah. Uh, listen, I think Jason hasn't played a lot of games for Preston recently, so I think he's done well to play 60 minutes at the intensity he did. So there'll be, listen, there'll be lessons for us all from us for sure. Yeah, I think like that probably was a big factor as well, like just match sharpness. You see, Malumbi had to be taken off after 60 minutes. A lot of people kind of questioned that substitution being on Hendrick at that time. But as you say, I think Matt Sharpness did have a, a big bearing on the game. I thought maybe Conley and Robinson haven't played as much as they would have liked either. And they were running and running and running and pressing. So how much of an impact did that have in the game? Just the lack of Matt Sharpness? Yeah, well, I, I think Stephen would have had the option. Jeff Hendricks has been in and out of the Newcastle team, but enough to have said he would have been, would have been fit enough. Uh, the one that was probably a little bit unlucky, in my opinion, would, would be Jason Knight, who was playing... Mm -hmm. week in week out and has that sharpness at the moment over over Jason I think Josh Collin is playing mm -hmm. abroad regularly so he justifies his position by how he played last night I think I think Jason would be keen to get more minutes in his under his belt and, and go forward but I think Jason Knight in the home game I think has got a good case of starting in my opinion yeah, and just, just to carry on the point about the formation, I suppose the whole idea would have been to accommodate the two wing-backs, so uh, Matt Doherty on the right and the Stevens on the left. What do you make of two of their performances? Because I suppose we would have needed a great attack and threat from them to, to for that formation to kind of truly work. What do you make of two of their performances last night? Yeah, well, I think both of them are consistently performing at a high level for the last couple of years. Uh, I think a wing-back away from home sometimes... Uh, it's very difficult to express themselves higher up the pitch. I think they've got to gauge where they need to be, how they need to be. Both of them are consistent on the night. None of them will be will be in the top three performances, I'm sure, in their opinion. But again, as I said, yeah, wing-back position is very difficult to play sometimes, especially if you can't get high up the pitch like both players like to do. Yeah. Like I was listening to, to uh, Vinnie Perth talking and off the wall this morning just kind of on that subject and about formation. 
he thinks Stephen might go back to the 4-2-3 going forward. And one of the reasons why was just he thought um, Tadic especially, he seemed to drift out onto the right-hand side. And in the Stevens kind of could, we could have closed him down further, kind of caused problems for us. And I think maybe sometimes we will miss, see, I almost imagine yourself, like if like if uh, Kevin Kilban was left back, you know, we can get a left winger back to, to help out, you know, and uh, we've probably, that might be something to consider going forward. Yeah, uh, can you still see me? You can. That's why I had someone call her. No. Don't say. Yeah. She, she won't be happy with that. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think sometimes in a winger formation, if you do get sucked back into defending, it can take away from your performances going forward. I think as a wing back, with Tadich was clever enough to see the space mm-hmm. out wide and then get into little pockets. Listen, I was really happy with the formation. I, I would be keen to persevere with us. I'm sure the manager would have watched, and I know they've watched a lot of games, Luxembourg and Qatar, obviously, coming up after that, yeah. how to play different different formations. But sometimes you've got to go off your last performance. And I thought the formation suited us last night. Yeah. I think in a home game, your wing-backs will get higher up the pitch, naturally, even without fans. God bless, we'll all be back soon watching games. Yeah. Uh, I, listen... I'd be keen to go with what last night brought. And you think about it, John Egan wasn't available, who's, who's a vastly experienced defender now for Ireland and a very good one. Shane Duffy's not on top form. Having said that, Shane Duffy in, in a three, sometimes he needs to mark somebody. I've seen him play for Celtic yeah. uh, in a back three and he played in the middle. Shane Duffy likes physical contact, likes to be able to go for one-on-one battles. So I think he would suit playing right side if we didn't play Seamus there or whatever. So, yeah. listen, I think we've got the players to play 3-5-2. 3-4-3 maybe could be a, a, a bit of a different option where you play Connolly from the left, Robinson from the right, and you play Shane Long through the middle, possibly Collins as a striker, you score a goal, you're, you're full of confidence. So, you could go from a 3-5-2, which you did last night, to a 3-4-3, which gives you a bit more cover in them areas. I'd be keen to keep it the way it is, to be honest with you. Yeah, and actually just there as well, you just mentioned Seamus Coleman. I thought he played really well last night and uh, just the way he spoke all week was really impressive as well. Then to go out on the pitch and back it up and it's just, like it's so important to have someone like that. And if I'm not wrong, like you would have been around a young Seamus Coleman in Ireland camp and you would have probably come across him since like, just how impressive as a, George has been covered loads of times, but just like how impressive a character is he like and what would his influence be around a training setup like that? I think what you see in a Monday to Friday press conference is what you see on the training pitch every day with him. Uh, I, I listen. I haven't been around the training pitch from in a long time, but I can't imagine it has changed very much. To be honest, with you knowing the character he is, I do speak to him regularly. Very little, whatever you want to look at, I do speak to him, and I, yeah. I think him and Matt Doherty have a have a real strong friendship in the camp, and it's totally strange in my opinion. But two different characters that I'm I'm close to two of them, and I, and I like both of them. Yeah, as people and as players, so I think the fit of both of them in is is the wing back way, and I, and I do like how they look. Yeah. They did, and by the way, Seamus was sorry, Seamus was excellent last night. Uh, his positional play, he was around on the cover. I think early on in the game to to cut out a possible chance, and he seemed to enjoy it too. He can he can break out of that centre half position and go forward if he can, but he knows how to play that and when to go forward out of his little space is key, and especially in a back three. 
Yeah, like I thought he was really impressive. It was probably for Man the Max. Alan Brown was very good. I thought Cullen was very good. But Josh Cullen would be someone that people aren't maybe as familiar with playing for, uh, for Anglect at the moment. Like, and I thought, or a lot of people really just thought he had an outstanding game. The way he kind of linked um, the play for us and broke up play at times. Um, what did you make of his performance? Yeah, uh, I think Josh is at an age now where he probably realised he had to play regularly and he's gone abroad to play it and I, and I like the look of him. I think he's mature. I think he sees danger. I think he's got a good calm head on him to allow himself to make good decisions. I think last night from a whole, I think we, we could have been a tiny bit nastier mm-hmm. out of position and a bit more cleverer to allow people, Not and I don't mean run around and, and tackle people, I just think maybe staying in pockets of space and and seeing the danger out. Uh, but having said that, Jason is, is young. Three guys in midfield are young. So in terms of experience in international football. So I, listen, I, I thought last night was positive. I don't want to try and not get away from that like too much. I, thought, I think Stephen will be looking at the game today, thinking to himself, how have we lost that? And Yeah, it happens there's definitely a lot more positives and negatives like wasn't there. Like, Would you like to see more young Irish players going to Europe like Holland? That would benefit us. I said this two years ago, I think we're going to have yeah. to suffer for two to three years mm-hmm. to enable ourselves to get better if we're going to persevere in the style of play. It just doesn't happen overnight. Uh, whether whether results will allow the manager to be in it long term going that way, I, I, I'm obviously not the FAI, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, what I would say is that Wales suffered for years to get a style of play and now they have some fluent footballers at their disposal and I think we have to do the same I think we have to be patient with them and let these players come through having said that on young players coming through we had these players 18 months ago that were so-called amazing players but if you don't have the right attitude and it's a little warning to I think things yeah. get around in this game you have to stay focused stay, stay in the zone to be a professional footballer and waving your arms around on a pitch and, and as a young player doesn't do it for me so people yeah. need to to realise that and, and the young players we have need to, to not cop onto themselves but definitely yeah, be better in terms of their attitudes going forward. I think you kind of can see that as well. Like you can kind of straight away see the guys that will improve year on year. Like you're kind of Malumbi's and night team to be really much screwed in. Like and I think they're the guys that will push on uh, the most of all, keeping improving and become really important. Darrow Shea as well. Um, but just finally, just looking ahead to, to Luxembourg, just would you be going with the same team and um, you're obviously happy to, with, with the five at the back. Would you stick with that for Luxembourg? And yeah, like, what's your general feeling about the Irish team right now? And does Stephen Kenny have to win this match? When does the pressure come on? Yeah, I think I, I, I would be keen to stay with the same formation. Uh, what I will say, we'll, we'll be possession base come is it Saturday. It is Saturday, yeah. yeah. Come the game, Saturday. we'll have to play through the lines more. Mm. We may have to mix it up. We may have to go a bit direct a little bit. Mm. Listen, I think Shane Long is capable of, of, of coming in and out of the team and doing a good job. I think Colin's got a little bit of a raw time when he first came on the scene, but I think he's very adapt to play yeah. and to deal with the ball up to him. So I, I think we'd like to play through the lines and continue to do that, but maybe there might be times against Luxembourg where we might get these holes might be blocked and we might need to go a, a bit direct as well. So a bit of a mixture I'd be keen to. I thought Robinson was bright. I thought Connolly look bright, wanted to be bright, will be disappointed he hasn't had enough game time. Uh, again, attitude-wise, you need to, to make sure you're, you're on it and you're ready to go. And I'll tell you why, you have, you, have, you have the likes of Seamus Coleman in the dressing room that won't tolerate bad attitude. So 
I think I think we're in a good place. I think Stephen will be reasonably confident going into Luxembourg that they can get a good result. 